Thank you for joining us today. Our mission at Discover continues to be love God, love people, and impact the world. For more information about us, go to discovercc.org and be sure to follow along with the message news today on YouVersion. It's been an interesting year. <laughs> it's been a challenging year. You know, many people have experienced stress and frustration, anxiety, and that may have been pretty frequent or occasional or even just one time. But I think during seasons like this, it's important for us to focus not on what we can't do, but what on but on what we can do. And to be grateful for what we do have, not sad about the things that we don't. Check out this video. Stop wasting this. It's expensive. This is for you, Daddy. You wasted all of that paper on an empty box. I blew kisses into it, Daddy. Focus on what you do have. You know, there is hope and renewal and peace and assurance and love available from God. And yes, that's at Christmas, but it's also every day, including the challenging ones. The text we're going to use for our brief message tonight is not a typical one for Christmas Eve, but it is a message that has the same sense of hope the same kind of message as Christmas brings to us, though it took place 600 years before Jesus came to earth. So it's going to be from Ezekiel, and we're going to start in chapter 37, verse 1. The Lord took hold of me, and I was carried away by the Spirit of the Lord to a valley filled with bones. He led me all around among the bones that covered the valley floor. They were scattered everywhere across the ground and were completely dried out. Then he asked me, son of man, can these bones become living people again? O sovereign Lord, I replied, you alone know the answer to that. So God sees the dryness 
the lack of life. And God not only sees it, but God comes down into it. God experiences it. God walks among it with Ezekiel and with us. And God asks, do you think this picture can be better than what it is right now? Do you believe that dry bones can come back to life? Do you believe something better is possible? And then God answers with words and also with actions. Verse 4. Then he said to me, speak a prophetic message to these bones and say, dry bones, listen to the word of the Lord. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Look, I am going to put breath into you and make you live again. I will put flesh and muscles on you and cover you with skin. I will put breath into you and you will come to life. Then you will know that I am the Lord. So I spoke this message just as he told me. Suddenly as I spoke, there was a rattling noise all across the valley. The bones of each body came together and attached themselves as complete skeletons. Then as I watched, muscles and flesh formed over the bones. Then skin formed to cover their bodies, but they still had no breath in them. So these bones begin to come together, and, and skin and flesh, bodies begin to reanimate. But something is still missing. Maybe you've been going through the motions, just feeling like that's all there is. Dragging yourself out of bed, struggling to function until you get that jolt of caffeine or maybe something stronger and more numbing. Maybe 2020 for you has been a year full of February 2nds, Groundhog Day, over and over and over. Dry days of existence, not days of, of abundant life. Well, listen, if that's where you are, God's message is not only for Ezekiel, it's for you. He continues in verse 9, Then he said to me, Speak a prophetic message to the wind, son of man. Speak a prophetic message and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says. Come, O breath, from the four winds. Breathe into these dead bodies so they may live again. So I spoke the message as he commanded me, and breath came into their bodies. They all came to life and stood up on their feet, a great army. And just a few verses before this, in chapter 36, God says, And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. And I will put my spirit in you, so you will follow my decrees and be careful to obey my regulations. Now you might be thinking, okay, Steve, that's a fine story. I mean, it's kind of cool. But to be really honest, it feels a little bit like the Christmas story. Like 2,000 years ago, a baby 
was born and placed in a manger. And I hear that every year. But honestly, I sometimes wonder, what does that have to do with my life today? I've heard the story a million times. Unmarried pregnant mother gives birth to a baby boy. And they shall call him Jesus. Angels sing. Shepherds worship. And 2,000 years later, pastors and teachers tell the story. And they're telling a story that, if I can be honest, makes no sense to me at all. It's a story about a baby who might promise something far greater than I could ever imagine. But I don't see the connection. The connection between his life and my life. It's a weird question to ask, but... So what does the birth of Jesus have to do with us today? What does a valley of dry bones have to do with us today? Well, I think this is what it means. Though Jesus is God, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, when God came to earth, he was not interested in living in a palace and sitting on a human throne he wasn't pursuing military or political power. Jesus came to overcome the darkness, to defeat sin and death. And Jesus came to live and reign in our hearts as Lord. 1 Peter 3.15 says that we are to honor Christ as Lord in our hearts. And make no mistake about it, if we honestly allow Jesus to, to rule as Lord of our hearts, it means that we do what he says. It means that we follow where he leads. It also means that when Jesus is Lord of your heart, you are revived and your heart is connected with God's heart and God's mission and God breathes his spirit his life into you and your dry bones come to life and your heart beats again with new energy and your soul is satisfied and filled and renewed and full of hope and passion and full of life. In John 10, 10, Jesus said, the enemy comes to steal and destroy, to take away the joy and hope from your life. But Jesus comes to give life, abundant life. The enemy takes and Jesus gives. Earlier we sang, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices. That's true. The world rejoices as, as each heart rejoices, as Jesus brings new life and hope. Jesus wasn't wrapped up in a box and didn't come with bows. Jesus came symbolically wrapped up as a gift from God 
that was full of God's breath, he blew kisses of love into that gift. You see, Christmas is incarnation. It is God with us, God in the flesh. But Christmas also is completely about inspiration, about God breathing life into the weary world, into our souls as we receive the gift of Jesus. And when we come to this new life, as it says in Ezekiel, then we will know that God is the Lord. But listen very clearly. That only happens, that only happens when Jesus is Lord in our hearts. So, is he? God took a huge step towards you when he came to earth. And God will run and meet you as you take a step towards him. And that is the message of Christmas. That is why God came, because of a relationship with you. That's what Christmas is about. Really, that's what Discover is about. We're a church that, that wants to love God and to love people and to help each other grow in our relationships with God and with each other and with those in our community. And we want to make a positive impact in our world together. And we want to help you with your next step of faith just as we would expect for you to help us with ours individually and collectively as we journey through this life together with each other and especially with God. But the first step of that journey is to bring your dry bones, your weary heart to God for the first time or the thousandth time. And in return, receive new life and hope and light and joy and peace and love. Let's pray. God, we are so grateful for the gift of Jesus, his birth, and also his death and burial and resurrection. And we want to invite Jesus into our lives each day, not only as our friend and our Savior, but as our Lord and King. God, breathe new life into us. Pour your spirit into our souls. Take out our stony, stubborn hearts and give us tender, responsive, passionate, loving, joyful, peace-filled hearts. Renew us as only you can that we may go out in your grace, truth, love, and peace. May we honor and worship you both now and always. Through Jesus we pray.